Are you ready to create an empowering work-life balance as a woman in education? Balance, respect, freedom, happiness, and a plan to lead and educate that brings joy and fulfillment to your life. If that's your goal and you want to build a legacy as a lead her, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Plan, Lead, Educate podcast, where we talk about all things life, education, and leadership. Here's your host, Dr. Donna Prudham. I just think we need to go ahead and just jump into this thing because I've learned a lot about plant-based living and eating uh, just this year by you joining us um, over in your new department that I'll let you talk about. And I thought this would be a perfect opportunity because many educators, you know, have adopted this lifestyle. And so yes. I just thought you would be the perfect person to share your experience with our fellow educators. Yes. So if you're ready. I'm going to turn it over to you so you can just tell us who you are, what you do, and how many years have you been in the education field? Absolutely. As, as you have already stated, I am Chef Bettina Evans, and I've been in the education field for 31 years. This is, will be the completion of my 31st year uh, between private, uh, nonprofit organization programs, as well as public school teaching. And so uh, this year was my first year at Taylor Career Center as the culinary arts instructor. And it has been an amazing first year. I, I can attest to that because it's been a lot of cooking in that kitchen. It's been a lot of cooking and eating in that kitchen and in that building. Yes. Yes, and uh, yes. kids have truly appreciated the experience that you have brought to the program. And, um, and we're excited about the, the future and the possibilities of expansions and food trucks. I have all kinds of ideas and, <laughs> and visions for the program, but we're just going to just stay right here where we are and uh, just keep doing what we do for the students. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That's awesome. So I know you from um, your experience as a business owner with Betty mm -hmm. Jean Homestyle Cooking. Can yes. you share a little bit about? your experience with the business, just tell people where the name came from, just so um, our fellow educators know that what you have and what you bring to the kids is full circle. <laughs> right, absolutely. Well, my, my career in um, the culinary industry professionally started back in um, 99, uh, where I had my first attempt at a restaurant. And uh, it was, uh, I would say, I failed forward. <laughs> um, yes, you know, you I failed forward. That. That's it. I failed forward. And we learned from our experiences, a lot of experiences um, I was able to bring uh, with my opening of Betty Jean's Homestyle Cooking. So after uh, that uh, experience, I continued to teach as a teacher. Uh, while pursuing um, my catering company, Simply Delicious Catering. Uh, customers from my previous restaurant wanted to know how could they get still get my dishes, even though uh, the doors were closed. And so from that birth, Simply Delicious Catering, where I started just preparing uh, small meals for people, and then it grew to events, and, you know, I became a household name. And then, you know, as I continue to teach and continue to cater on holidays and on weekends, um, I still had that yearning desire to want to be able to interact with the public. And so um, I launched out looking for uh, a storefront, mainly to focus more on the catering side, 
but couldn't find anything just for catering. And so when I found this location, I like to say the Lord led me to it. Um, mm -hmm. It was small. I thought it, we could handle that little small space. Uh, little did I know uh, the business was going to take off like uh, an Amtrak train. <laughs> it was full uh, speed ahead. It was full speed ahead. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I, I, I must say as a business owner, you learn, you know, as you go, you learn from your experiences. Yes. Uh, my systems that I had in place was not ready for the level of business that we had. And I'm, you know, not complaining, but uh, where I thought it was going to be slow and steady. Yes. That's serious, right? <laughs> yes, it literally was. And um, so just being able to keep up with the demand um, was an experience within itself. Uh, Betty Jeans was birthed from Simply Delicious Catering. And so I wanted to do something that would honor uh, the memory of our mother, uh, who was the legendary Betty Jeans, <laughs> and who, uh, you know, planted that foundation in me and my siblings on, you know, family and cooking. Uh, right. which actually came, it was we're third generation cooks, which came from her mother who had a boarding house in the, the city of Galveston, um, where she had boarders that um, she and her sisters would cook for. Um, and so they just had a love and a passion for cooking and that, that you know, that uh, flowed over into family. And so when our families got together, traditionally, as a lot of, you know, families come together, it's all around food. It was a and, lot of good eating. A lot of good eating. Yes. And everybody, you know, have their niche and everybody, you know, have their specialty as to what they really enjoy. But don't get it twisted. I have six brothers and one sister and all of us know how to stir up a good meal. They know how to stir it up. In a good way. Not the yes. way. Yes. They know how in to a good way. Yes. In a good way. From experience. <laughs> in a good way. Absolutely. And since mm -hmm. you mentioned your siblings. Mm -hmm. So I know they each have their own unique talent. So yes. who do we call for the food? Who do we call for the desserts? <laughs> you know, just kind of break that down. You know, it's about how you can get a full meal, you know, yes. from from you, you and your siblings. Absolutely. Well, I have the brothers that, of course, specialize in the barbecue. They, you know, they're the smokers. They love to hit the pit. When we get together, okay. you know, we have uh, the others that love the, the seafood and that's their specialty. They love to do the fish fries and the crawfish balls and things of that nature. And then, you know, I'm just one that I'm Heinz 57 variety. I do it all. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I just I do it all. Yes, I do it all. And then I have the younger, my youngest brother of the six boys, uh, John John. Uh, John yeah. Williams of John John Baked Goods, who specializes in all of the finger licking desserts. Yes. Oh, man. That, that peach cobbler. Oh, that is my ultimate favorite. I mean, yes. Melts in your mouth. Most definitely. Yes. Most yes, absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. So, you know, like I said, mom and dad, they, you know, knew their way around the kitchen. My dad, who really loved, he loved a, a good barbecue but he also loved to bake as well. And he could make a mean tea cake and homemade biscuits without a recipe. And I remember one day, you know, watching him in the kitchen. I'm like, Daddy, how do you know what you're putting in there? You're not using a measuring cup. You're not using a measuring spoon. And as you know, it's a little hint of this, uh -huh. you know, and a little hint of that, a little yeah. pinch of this. A pinch I'm of like, this and a pinch of that. I'll never learn. <laughs> hey, you know what? And that's, and that's how you know that's your calling and your mm -hmm. gifts when yeah. it just comes to you naturally. 
Yeah. And so, and, and that's pretty much, that's been your buzzword actually mm -hmm. for the years. Like, wow, this food is so good. All the events that you've catered. It's like, yes. this Chef Evans is it's just amazing. And we know that there's a long line of people wanting to experience your food, you know, <laughs> yes. share the food, but um, they're like, well, how can we get a taste of that? You know, when mm -hmm. can we come over? Just, just hear me now. It's right. coming <laughs> <laughs> to a place near you. <laughs> We just had to, you know, get get her acclimated to the kitchen and then take any time and the kids acclimated to it and be yes. working. But just give us a little time. You'll mm -hmm. get your shrimp and grits and, and everything else that you want, right? And those yes. pancakes. But that's not the topic of discussion for today. Right. So, <laughs> Let's refocus. Let's refocus. Yeah. Talk about the whole school year and, and all that good eating. But mm -hmm. I want to talk to you because you share with me that you have um shift to uh being a vegan yes, and so yes. you would just kind of give us a little background about that and so mm -hmm. how did you get to that point you know and why and uh just talk about some of the benefits that you've experienced uh from switching to over switching over to vegan eating absolutely well actually years ago as i was much younger i had a, my oldest brother actually uh was a vegan and that was back in the early 70s. And we oh, thought wow. that was completely weird. It's like, wow. man, you eating bean pies. And it's like, mm, can't do that. You know, we would make fun of him. And, you know, we just thought it was pretty hilarious. And even till this day, um, he does not um, eat any. He does not consume any meat. Um, and, you know, when he tried along about midway um, in his life, uh, his stomach completely rejected it. And so oh, he yeah. was like, you know, well, you know, I'll continue on that path. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I had been I had been acclimated to it um, and never thought that I would do it. You know, I needed my meat. Um, when I gave birth to my first child during my pregnancy, the doctor actually mm -hmm. uh, removed meat, uh, beef from uh, my diet. And so it was not difficult to transition because at that point, the only thing that I was eating or consuming was um, turkey, chicken and seafood. And uh, even the pork had been eliminated because my husband okay. suffered from high blood pressure. So, okay. um, you know, I had already re had removed a portion of the meat from my diet. But uh, about uh, midway of the pandemic, I started having uh, heart palpitations. So I thought. And I'm like, man, what is, you know, what's going on? We really couldn't get to the doctor. I mean, this was going mm -hmm. on, you know, all day long, pretty much every day. Yeah. And I'm so, certain that that's really scary. Yeah, it really was. Um, I mean, your heart is just, you know, constantly yes. racing. And so um, by the time, you know, everything opened back up, made an appointment uh, to see the doctor, you know, to, it, it took a little time because all of the mm -hmm. doctors had not returned face right, to face. Right, absolutely. And so um, he referred me to a cardiologist. Well, in the process of that, um, a young adult ministry reached out to me about um, doing some uh, plant-based uh, Zoom by Zoom um, oh, really? meals, uh, yeah, cooking show for them uh, so they could focus on their fast because a lot of them would get frustrated and fall off because they were, you know, really discouraged about preparing uh, vegan meals. And so this was the Daniel fast. And I said, sure, yes. why not? You know, I was all excited. It was new territory for me. Mm -hmm. Zoom had just been introduced to us during, you know, the pandemic. Um, and so I launched in. I mean, it was a new territory for me, like I said, but I was ready. I just felt God shifting me at that time. And so I'm preparing these dishes for this uh -huh. young adult ministry. And I'm like, well, I have all this food. I might as well eat it. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? Don't let it go to yeah. waste. You know, so, you know yeah. I like doggy bags, so hey, you know, yeah. I called it <laughs> you know, I just jumped on the bandwagon with them along with the Daniel fast. And so at the end of the 21 days, I, you know, I was feeling different. I had more energy, um, you know, uh, other things were clear. I, I brain, the uh, brain fog, brain was, it was, you know, almost all just completely eliminated. Uh, but what I didn't recognize at that time was I, the palpitations that I was having had been reduced. And I was like, hmm, there must be something to that. Mm -hmm. So by this time, at the end of the 21 day fast, the appointment had came, you know, came open for me to go to the cardiologist and went to the cardiologist. They did the stress test, didn't see anything. Um, he said, well, we're going to do a left heart catheter and make sure there's no blockage, blah, blah, blah. Went through that process, went for the follow up visit. Well, Mrs. Evans, your heart is in perfect condition. We don't see anything, but I'm still having just a few, not a lot as much as I was. Went back to my primary care physician. Uh, they were just baffled, really. Uh -huh. And so we was talking through it. He said, well, you know what? Let me um, let me refer you to a gastrologist. And so okay. he did that, had the scope done. They found, you know, that acid right. reflux, which he said mimics heart palpitations. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, mm. well, by this time I had eliminated a lot of that unhealthy eating which I did right. eat a lot of fried food, but every now and again, I would like a, you know, a good piece of fried chicken or fried fish. Veggie style. Yes, ma'am. And, but I would notice that when I, when I did, um, I would have that, that flood of Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so it is diet related. Yeah. And I can truly say one year, three months later now, I might have one, mm, maybe two, three times a month. If that, you know, if I really took a tally, maybe two or three times a month, I knew I, okay. and at that point, I know I've had something I'm not supposed to have. Right. Uh, Cause even with plant-based diet, you know, every now and again, you, you want a fried, fried piece of cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> anything, fried, anything fried for that matter. You know, it's just, we're just human. It just, yeah, you get that taste. Mm -hmm. It is not good for yeah. you. No, yeah, we get you get, yeah, you get that taste. And so and I know better. And, you know, yes. uh, <laughs> or I've, I've had too, uh, too many meals with a tomato base. Um, yes. And so, you know, you just really have to watch it um, in terms of your diet, uh, what you're consuming, because even though you have you adopt a plant plant based diet, you can still be eating unhealthy. And they have a lot of unhealthy vegans and vegetarians because they eat a lot of fried food trying to imitate that old lifestyle. And yeah. so it is a lifestyle change. And so if you're really doing this for your health and for a healthier lifestyle, then, you know, you really want to, you know, transition from the, the oils and the fried food and things of that nature. That's just not really healthy, whether you're eating um, meat or not. So okay. that's that's kind of how I transition. Um, into the lifestyle. And I've just been, you know, talking to other people and encouraging them to give it a try. Don't knock it until you try. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure you'll see people, you know, like, really? <laughs> You're doing what? You know, yeah. I definitely, you know, I definitely get that. But uh, <laughs> what other benefits besides that have you experienced from switching to a plant based lifestyle? Well, like I said earlier, you know, you have you you think you clear, you know, your brain is just clear. Um, your vision improves. Um, 
one of the things that, and I tried it, you know, how you can test the water and ah, it's not warm. You test it again. It might be a little warm. You test uh-huh. one to know that's hot. Well, I've done that with refined sugar. Okay. And um, a lot of problems that we experience in our body, what we think is arthritis. Um, and I'm not a medical profession, but I can right. professional, but I can tell you what I've experienced whenever I eat, consume something that's prepared with refined sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can feel the inflammation. I can feel the aching in my bones. Okay. And I had a lot of that, and especially in my knees. Mm-hmm. But since I've adopted the plant-based uh, uh, lifestyle and I don't cook uh, with refined sugar, um, I notice I don't have that. The joints, my hand, my fingers, mm-hmm. um, you know, okay. would lock up literally. I mean, I had this finger right here would lock and I would have mm-hmm. to literally unlock it. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Um, yeah. So, and it's, it's, you know, I can always tell when I've had that white sugar and okay. it's just not, it's not natural. It's not healthy for us. And so um, that's that, that I would have to say that is something else. Yeah. Okay. And so um, Chef Evans is sharing her experience. So I want mm-hmm. to be very clear about that. Like she said, she's not a medical doctor. She's not providing medical advice, you know, and neither am I. She's just sharing her experience um, and some of the benefits that she've had, that she's experienced mm-hmm. in the plant-based uh, lifestyle. And so it works for you. And that's mm-hmm. totally, that's totally awesome. You know? It and is. so what advice would you give to another busy educator, whether you're in the classroom or you're a leader, assistant principal, superintendent, doesn't matter. We're all educators. Mm-hmm. Really uh, think about it. And we all, we all, we're all leaders. So mm-hmm. that doesn't matter either. You don't have to right. have a title to lead because you mm-hmm. are the leader of your classroom. So right. you know, we're busy. Right. You know, so what advice would you give to someone? Because someone may say, well, I, I don't have a time. She's a chef. Mm-hmm. I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those meals, you know. So what advice would you give to someone, a busy educator who's wanting or thinking about uh, shifting to a plant based lifestyle, but they may just be just a little afraid to take that step forward? Right. Well, because we are educators, we know that education is uh, important. You know, it's right. a priority in order for us to advance in our careers. We have to edu- we have to be educated. And so I would say educate yourself, um, because once I experienced uh, experimented, experimented with it, I had mm-hmm. to then begin researching and reading and learning right. more about this thing, because as you remove meat protein from your diet, of course, you have to know how to supplement it with um, a plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. And so um, you have to make sure you're getting your iron and your calcium, you know, all of the nutrients that you need in order for your your body to continue to develop. Even as we get older, you know, we have to watch those things. And so I I have some um, uh, books that I would like to share. This was the very first, I I don't know if it's showing backwards or not, but this is Vegetation Over Medication. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this book was written by um, Dr. Bobby Price, who is um, a licensed pharmacist, uh, but he is a nutri- he practices as a nutritionist now uh, to help people transition to a plant based um, diet. So the first thing I did was, you know, you Google, yeah. you research, <laughs> you research, we yeah. educators, we research, yeah. you research, yeah. yeah, to see who are the gurus and the special specialists in, you know, the area that you're seeking out. Um, and so there, there's so many people that are out there. And so you have to figure out 
what fits your lifestyle and what's best for you. And right. if it lines up with your belief system, because it's a lot of stuff that's out yeah. there yeah. that um, just not is not in alignment with my belief system, my faith system. And so um, this was one of the books that I really connected to. And it's re it's an easy read. And even though he comes from the medical background, it's not he's not very techie. And okay. so you can, you know, the average lay person as an educator don't have enough time, you know, in the day to sit down and read. But I mean, his book is an easy read and uh, he's uh, he's very accessible as well uh, because yeah. he has an online program as well. OK, OK. So that's what I would say. First of all, do the reading um, and in the process of you reading, uh, it's you know, one of the recommendations that he made in his book is it's better to add before taking away. A lot of times we fail because we want to jump all in. And for some people right. that works for me, I, that literally is what happened for me. Okay. Because after the 21 day fast ended, I was all in. You, yeah. Um, yeah. I was you, all you, in. You, yeah. You were already prepped because mm -hmm. you had already been eating that way. But for someone trying to do it, just jump into cold turkey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. that, that I would recommend it. <laughs> yeah, just, just listen to it. Just take mm -hmm. your time. It's going to be in a rush. You right. know, right. I right. definitely agree with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, add before you take away. So if it's something that you want to do, say, for example, uh, you can start with your smoothies in the morning time. Um, you know, I was always sluggish in the morning time, not knowing mm -hmm. why. My body has, I really never. Uh, with a heavy breakfast in the morning time, you know how early we have to be to work. Right. My body never did receive a heavy breakfast. When I talk yes. about heavy, I'm talking about, you know, the eggs, the grits, the, everything oh, that Betty good. Beans had to offer to yes. start the day with. I <laughs> we couldn't have those red pancakes like that. No, I, I personally could not and without feeling yes. sluggish. And right. so especially um, that early in the morning, like yeah. what you mentioned, you know, yeah, um, yeah. Like we tell the students, you need to eat a healthy breakfast. Mm -hmm. You know, same goes for us. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, for me to transition from a hot breakfast to a smoothie in the morning time was really easy for me. And so, you know, I would make my fruit smoothies and, you know, my green smoothies is the go to yes. thing. And yes. so that was easy for me. And so that's what my breakfast looks like. And, mm -hmm. you know, not getting into a lot of the technical things, but the longer your body fasts, when you wake up because breakfast means break fast, you're breaking your right. fast. So your body doesn't know uh, breakfast from lunch, from dinner. Okay. That's it right. just knows when you break your fast because yes. you have people that work, you know, shift work, their bodies don't know that, you know, it's yes. three o'clock in the morning, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. So the, yeah. <laughs> so the longer, yeah, the longer you, um, you, the longer you can refrain from eating, the right. more you give your body time to go through that uh, healing right. process. So when you go to bed, it, you know, uh, research shows, you know, try not to eat past a certain time at night yes. before yes. you go to bed, because mm -hmm. you don't want to go to bed with all of that, you know, in yep. your intestinal tract. It needs to take time to flush through. To reset. Yeah. The body it, yeah. To reset. And mm -hmm. it, the longer you can take, even in the morning time uh -huh. um, yep. that you can fast, the better it is. And then, you have to be careful what you eat. Don't consume, you know, uh, breads and things like that when you break your fast because that slows your metabolism down and then you're sluggish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the sluggish. Yeah. So, yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. 
yeah, just doing, you know, the reading and finding out what works and what works for you is what I tell, I would tell anybody. And no matter, you know, no matter how busy your life is, your health is your wealth. And it's important that you take time to prioritize your health, you know, so you have to make time for your health. And so I would definitely say just um, do some research and, you know, uh, get with the, have an accountability partner. An accountability yeah. partner helps as well. And mm-hmm. you can do that thing together, whether it's your spouse or a sibling or your child. Co-worker. Yeah, co-worker. co-worker. Yeah, we do everything mm-hmm. else together as educators. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do everything together. We're in the trenches together. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. your yeah. team, you know, your, yeah. your third grade, fifth grade team, 12th grade yes. team. Y'all do this thing together and get healthy together. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's definitely something that I would challenge. Um, we, we, you know, I remember... A few, it, it was, it's been some years and maybe about 10 or 15 years ago, we did a challenge. Um, I don't know if it was campus wide or district wide, but we had those um, uh, teams working to see what, what, what team could lose the most weight. You know, I remember doing, yeah. I was teaching at Austin middle school and yeah. um, it was fun. That was back in the nineties, late nineties. It was yeah. really fun. So, Hey, maybe it's something, you know, districts could do district wide to see, you know, how can we, uh, eat healthier and, and see what comes of that. You never know. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you mentioned that challenge, you mm-hmm. know, the administrative team, I started that you know, back in <laughs> April. I think everyone fell off. I think I'm the only one still working the challenge. So we had our retreat the other day and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so y'all eating that bread really right here in front of my face mm-hmm. but y'all fell off, clearly. Yeah. You know yeah. what? Okay, fall down, get back up. It's all good. You fall but, down and you get back fun, up. You know, having accountability. And so, mm-hmm. um, so just real brief, like how mm-hmm. do you meal prep? You know, do you meal prep on Sundays for the week? Mm-hmm. Okay, wait a minute. Let me say this. Take your chef hat off. <laughs> just as a normal person, how would you meal prep mm-hmm. for plant-based eating? Um, it just depends upon what day you have available. Uh, okay. For me, uh, it, Saturdays work for me. Sunday okay. evenings work for me. For some people, it may be in the middle of the week. Um, so you have to decide what is the best day for you. You have to do your, you know, determine what your meals are going to be for the week. Um, mm-hmm. Determine, you know, make your grocery list and then, you know, head off to the grocery store. And so, you know, you can find the containers in just about every store you can think every of store. now. <laughs> You know, and you have two different size meal preps. You have your, you know, your lunch portion, you have your dinner portion. And so you just determine what meals you want to prepare for yourself, whether, you know, you can take, um, let's just say beans, red beans and rice. You can take beans and you can do multiple things with that. It can Mm -hmm. be as a side or it can be an entree where you can add, um, as as we like to say, the meatless meat. to it, you know, I've, I've gotten real creative with what is called jackfruit, which is really a fruit. It's a Caribbean fruit, but it has mm-hmm. the texture of um, chicken or, or oh. pulled pork. And okay. so um, you can make um, uh, tortillas, tortilla soup from that. You can uh, do sliders with it. So if you, you know, you can take a, what you call a plant-based option uh, as your protein and make multiple dishes from that. Right. Um, when I was meal prepping, I would do two to three vegetables. And so you can mix and match your vegetables with that. And uh, you can make a sandwich from fresh vegetables, um, yes. avocados. You know, you can make um, 
avocado avocado toast, which is mm -hmm. really easy in the morning time. So, you know, with avocado, two days tops, air gets to it. So you're making, you know, right. making that fresh yes. every other day. Right. So it just depends upon your schedule. Uh, but yeah, you can be real creative if you prepare, um, even with your fish, you can mm -hmm. do, you can grill fish. You can also, from your grill fish, you can, you can use it as an entree, your main course, but you can also later on do uh, fish tacos. So that's just for people that may be, want to be pescatarian. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and then once again, jackfruit. <laughs> it's my yeah, go-to. Yeah. yeah, you mentioned that to me, but mm -hmm. one thing I'll say is I definitely enjoyed at our last event, you made a cucumber dip Mm -hmm. the vegetarian yep. tray. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That, that was pretty tasty. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was pretty Yeah, you can do that with your um avocado. I believe we had uh diced tomatoes in it, if I'm not mistaken, yes. purple onions. So you can get real creative with that. Actually, that's what I had for lunch today. Um, so you, you get real creative. As what I had for lunch today, it was real good. <laughs> yes, it was very tasty. I must mm -hmm. say, that was my first time trying it. It was it was very tasty for sure, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah. But you can find um, all sorts of recipes on the on the internet on YouTube. Uh, this particular book is called Sweet Potato Soul. For those of us that love uh, home style cooking or soul food and don't want to give it up, you know, um, she has a lot of vegan recipes uh, in what they're all vegan recipes. Uh, some are uh, vegetarian as well. And so you can go to, um, you know, I think I purchased this one from the bookstore, but you can also get it online. Okay. You can go to YouTube and uh, she has some of her resources there. And so you just, you know, you have to do what works for you. That's what I tell everybody. Uh, right. Everybody's their lifestyle is different. And so you adopt the lifestyle that's going to work for you. Well, Chef Evans, those were some amazing tips. Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely appreciate the time that you've spent with us. And for those of you who are wanting the titles to those books, they will be in our show notes. And to our subscribers for the Plan Lead Educate membership, I just want to just say this. I'm going to ask the question for Chef Evans right now. Do I sense a recipe book in your future <laughs> that I could share with my lead herdhood? <laughs> Oh yeah, it's it's there's one in the making. Absolutely. Awesome. Um I believe this journey was a journey for a reason. And so yes, it's coming to a place near you. <laughs> all right. Well, well, there you have it. So to all of the members of the Plan Lead Educate family, we will definitely have a recipe book coming mm -hmm. soon. Yes. So I definitely want to thank you once again, Chef Evans, for taking the time to speak with us today about a plant-based lifestyle. And to all the listeners out there, if this is something that you're interested in, just go ahead and do the research. Just like Chef Evan said, create your lesson plans, prep and plan, <laughs> and do what's best for you and for your health. We truly appreciate you tuning in. And thank you again, Chef Evans. I keep saying thank Absolutely. you. But I know you, you had an event today. You're a busy person. But as always, this is a really important topic for us to share with other educators out there who may want to take you know advantage of this lifestyle but just didn't know how to get started or it's like how can i do this i'm just an educator no you're more than an educator your health is important that's first and foremost and i know we're busy but you're never too busy to take care of your health okay so until next time remember that lead her support lead hers every day in every way 
Are you ready for me to help you find the sweet spot between achievement and work-life balance so you can improve your physical, emotional, and mental well-being? Join the Balanced Leadership. The Plan, Lead, Educate membership is designed for public school educators who want to build a life of balance and ease while avoiding burnout and overwhelm. We deliver training, resources, and information to help you grow your leadership skills, all in a fun, easy-to-use, and organized system. Join our leaderhood at planleadeducate.com.